Hello, dear listeners. Tis I once again, your modern-day jester, DJ Star Sage. Climb aboard Her Majesty's carriage, the Lady Demora, as I venture home from my workday at the candy shop. It is Monday evening. The sun is setting in the skies to the west. And the dashboard is reading 73 out. How are you? And what have you been up to? I hope you had a chance to get together with loved ones and maybe sit back and enjoy some time together. Hubby finished off his week off from Grace Brothers. As I was mentioning, he's been there a spell. He's been there for a bit, and they've uh, passed the news down that you either use it or lose it. So he decided to use it. And as you may have heard, I was lucky enough to have a weekday off. In my last episode, we went to the movies. Go back and listen if you skipped that one. And, uh, well, we also had the weekend off. So between the two, we had nearly half his vacation off, almost. Saturday morning, we awoke, and, well, we, uh, we dragged our feet getting out of the house as we're one to do. <laughs> it wasn't until, uh, well, almost noon before we managed to leave Chateau Star Sage. <clears throat> And uh, we headed out and stopped by one of the local legends, a local favorite, one of the last places around, maybe, that still makes their own donuts from scratch. This is a local legend, as I was saying, here in Oslo. And a few years ago, they were rescued, yes, a local pizza chain decided to save them from ruin, save them from disaster, and they managed to keep the building intact from the uh, days of old. They kept the styling and they just managed to add their fares to the menu. So now you could have a slice and pick up a dozen. And the best thing about these independent shops unlike the chain coffee houses that are everywhere these days their donuts are not mass produced they don't come from a factory like your favorite snack cake they're not pre-packaged they are not just made in mass from ordinary cake batter no these have some heft to them they are Made from scratch, as I said, and made with tender, loving care. Um, Resemble more of a flattened softball than a prepackaged snack cake. And there's a a teensy little bit of oil there that lets you know that they actually fried them there themselves. And Hubby and I had our breakfast as they've expanded their menu options. I had a tasty 
wrap sandwich. It was a, a Southwest chicken. And uh, I took a page out of Brother Jughead's book. That is, I doused it with some hot sauce. Now, I'm not one to care for hot sauce normally, as it tends to be too vinegary for my taste. Now, granted, if I want vinegar, I'll go ahead and get some salt and vinegar potato chips. That's another something that I like every once in a great while. But I had a bit of hot sauce on my wrap sandwich, and I had a side of tater tots. And, uh, well, I had some dipping to go on with that. I had some condiments. No, not condoms. Condiments. It's a side sauce, a dipping sauce. And while many of you may enjoy the typical American fare ketchup or catsup, tomato ketchup, some might call it, I'm not against it, but it's not my favorite. In fact, I tend to prefer mustards. Yes, I like mustard on my eggs at breakfast. I like mustard on my potatoes. And uh, while I tend to prefer spicy brown mustard or honey mustard, I had to make do with your ordinary table yellow mustard. That was fine with me. Uh, Hubby had some sort of a a Greek style, uh, I think, omelet dish. And we each had a couple. Yes, we fell off the bandwagon. A couple of the made-from-scratch donuts. Now, I had, actually, Hubby also, a delightful banana custard donut. And uh, a connoisseur might tell you that, uh, or at least a local historian might tell you if they're a donut connoisseur, that while it's close to the original recipe of this donut shop, they've uh, they've changed it in more recent years. It might not be absolutely the same uh, natural flavoring as before, but uh, it tasted pretty darn good to me. It was, uh, you know, light and fluffy. It, it did have a little bit of weight to it, but that's because it wasn't, you know... Uh, no flattened coffee chain donut, powdered sugar on it, and I also had a PBJ, a peanut butter and jelly donut, which had a, a coating of chopped peanuts, some Reese's Pieces, and a little peanut butter cup. It was basically a filled jelly donut with uh, some peanut butter on the outside, but it was rather tasty. Let's see, after we had our breakfast out, we stopped by local record shop. It was an independent, actually, and yes, we still have record shops. And this particular one uh, has a used section, so we we perused the, uh, the movies there, the, the DVDs, and Hubby was actually looking to see if they had the the unicorn of late, the Blu-ray 3D discs. Now, if you haven't been paying attention, one of the things that's happening in uh, home media is that with the introduction of 4K discs, which 
are higher resolution than most television subscription services out there. If you've got Netflix, if you have Hulu, if you have Amazon Prime, the majority of those services are not going to provide you content in the 4K resolution spectrum. Not even uh, live broadcast has 4K yet, so quite a bit ahead of its time, unfortunately, but... uh, You know, the film and television industry tends to embrace the future, even if there's not any content available for it. And uh, while 4K is replacing Blu-ray, so they're trying to squeeze you into the next decade by forcing you to buy it. And one of those things they've decided to leave by the wayside is 3D. Now, some of you may think 3D. Well, that's what my grandparents saw in the theater. They, they watched that Jaws movie that jumped out at you. Or, you know, maybe they saw the blob with the blue and red glasses, the paper ones that they used to have in the 50s. No, 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 no. Look back to the early 2000s here with uh, James Cameron's Avatar. That came out in real 3D. They're called polarized glasses because they look like sunglasses, but there's a special technology involved in relaying the 3D image, and it's not like it used to be. It's not all about the pop-outs where things jump out at you. No, it's more like looking at it through a Viewmaster. There's layers of depth, so it appears more like a real image, like a an in-person experience. And every once in a while, they'll do a pop-out, but it's kind of hokey and uh, not really anything a, a creative force, a, a director would strive for because, well, it just makes it look corny and cheesy. But uh, unfortunately, sadly, the 3D Blu-rays are on their way out. And uh, Hubby and I are doing our best to collect as many of them as we can because uh, the Freddy Memorial Theater at Chateau Star Sage has a 3D-capable setup, so we've enjoyed a few films in 3D, including uh, children's stories like Epic. Uh, We've also enjoyed... uh, one of the more recent versions of the Peter Pan story. And the list goes on and on. I think we have over 60 titles in that avenue. So we met up with uh, my peer, my co-worker at the candy shop, Elise. And uh, we wandered through the stacks. She managed to find a couple of things to take home. A collection of horror films being one of them. And uh, as Elise is just a a handful of years younger than myself, there was a couple of films that Hubby, being a a handful of years older than me, was able to tell Elise about that she hadn't seen before, which included the 70s horror thriller with Roddy McDowell, The Legend of Hell House. And, of course, no sooner did did Elise get it home that she remembered why, yes, she had seen it once before, but it had been ages. 
Regardless, it was still a fun early afternoon out, and Hubby and I had the rest of the weekend off together. Hubby spent a fair share of time in our garage, as we'd had plans in the making for some time now. When uh, shortly after we bought our house, we did some improvements and we were told by an electrician that it would be a good idea to beef up the wall between the house and our garage. Typically, when you have an outer building like a garage, you normally have a thicker barrier of walling material, drywall as it's called. The idea is that if you should have, um, well, a fire in that part of the building or the house, you know, because you do have a, a car in theory, an automobile that you might park in there, well, having that thicker barrier might uh, save you some heartache. Uh, it might prevent a fire from spreading to the rest of the house or at least delay it from spreading over. Well, Hubby put in another layer of drywall in there and uh, cleaned up the garage as we had had a few things stored in there from uh, a few years back when his grandfather passed on. That gentleman lived into his mid-90s, so he had a long and celebrated life, and he, he handed a few things down to the grandkids. Uh, in fact, he was a great-grandfather, and the family came in from all different parts of the country uh, to go through the estate when that occurred, and we, we ended up uh, with a few pieces of furniture that have been uh, not paying rent in our garage. <laughs> Hubby went through those things, and, uh, well, we discovered that that trail that I had noticed before, the little breadcrumb hint that I had discovered a mouse in our shed in the backyard, well, they had uh, found themselves in our garage. Luckily, it didn't turn out to be an entire family. But nonetheless, it was cause for concern, and so Hubby had to pick that up. But in the long run, we ended up winning out in the situation because uh, Hubby made some improvement to the garage, which included a shelving unit. Talk about enabling your hoarding habits. <laughs> but, uh, well... You know, at least it's bought us some time. We're able to shift the collection around while he sorts through what uh, shall remain in the, the Great Star Sage Museum is what I guess I'll be calling the home. Or maybe, uh, you know, into our twilight. All right, folks, stay tuned for the second half of this program. And here we are at the end of another week. I'm wondering myself if I blinked. And I hope that your week has wound down and has uh, come to a positive note. Maybe you cleared a few things off of your plate, got a few things done, 
and uh, have plans to get together with loved ones or maybe just knock down that pile of laundry. (laughs) Well, here in not quite apple country, it's been raining these last few days. Now, I'm not complaining because uh, it's actually been nice weather regardless. I do enjoy a good uh, stormy weather day. Of course, it takes me back to my childhood and remembering watching movies at home, maybe making a batch of cookies to enjoy. Of course, these are all things that mom would have done back when you didn't have to think about the bills because you weren't in charge yet. But uh, it's been uh, warm-ish of late. It's been uh, in the 60s here. And in fact, as I'm leaving my work day at the candy shop, the dash is reading 69 out. So not quite 70, but warm enough for me. Of course, part of the rainy days has entailed... uh, Well, lack of opportunity, that is, uh, we've not been able to do any mowing of the Star Sage Acre. And uh, for whatever reason, the grass has been kind to us because uh, it hasn't sprawled to the point it was earlier in the season. So maybe we're at a a standpoint. You know, you you have a staring contest and uh, you just agree to disagree (laughs) or it's a truce anyways we were doing good for a while there at the poussoir boudoir at uh, chateau star sage there hasn't been a development per se in that We haven't had to take any of the kitty cats into the vet, knock on wood. But uh, Mr. Oliver, the the senior master of the house, has gotten a little fussy of late. He's decided that he's no longer going to eat on his own, or at least for now. And hubby would tell you that this tends to happen with the change in weather. It had been warm, and then it got cooler, and, uh, well, you know, just as a, a senior person would tell you, it affects your your limbs and, you know, arthritis. But, uh, I guess with senior kitty cats, it decides whether or not they're in the mood to be happy. So... Ollie decided he'd had enough for a bit, he had a need to feel pampered, and we're back to syringe feeding him. There goes my personal time, and uh, such as, or such was, the available time for my morning walks. 
Now this morning that went by the wayside due to weather, it was rainy. And uh, if I had had more than a few hours of sleep, I might have actually gotten out the umbrella and rain jacket. But, uh, well, hubby insisted that we needed to see to the kitty cat's needs before we left home for the day. Anyways, back to that. And we'll see if I can get my morning walks in again anytime soon. Betty decided recently, and that is my sister, that uh, she wanted to have an afternoon out with her lady friend that doesn't drive. This is a woman who lost her husband a few years ago and uh, lives in town um, where she is. I, I guess I'd call this place Laurelwood. It's where I was born. It's where my parents spent the uh, early days of their marriage back in the 60s. Anyways, Betty's friend who needs to be driven around is uh, planning a day out with her and they they will sometimes come to town and we've gone to dinner before we've done shopping but this this is the first of their outings of the season so of course it's due to take place in their neck of the woods and Betty has invited me to join her but she decided, sort of at the last minute, that she'd rather do it the following week, although she'd asked me the week before. I asked, what was the point? Telling me two weeks ahead? I guess I should be grateful. I mean, the last time I got together with my sisters, I was told uh, the same morning when it was due to take place early that afternoon. <sighs> Let's see. Um, so that'll be the following week. We'll get together for this afternoon outing at a flea market. It's out in uh, the haystack or closer to the haystack and my sister's. And uh, you know, while it has its charm, there are booths with uh, arts and crafts and handmade goods. For the most part, it's almost a carnival atmosphere in that there are a lot of food stands with stuff I shouldn't be eating. Uh, those of you who have food issues, who have depression, who maybe uh, have an addiction to stress eating, I'm sure you can appreciate the sentiment. I have uh, been doing well enough on my own 
to, uh, <laughs> well, you know, I've, I've kind of been practicing the speech for when someone at the candy shop um, has asked me why I don't participate in the party food. You know, if I wanted to eat my way toward a heart attack, I can do well enough on my own. <laughs> So, uh, in all honesty, I could think of better places to spend my time at a flea market out in the middle of nowhere, especially when there's really nothing of interest for me to see. I'm not going to buy a macrame plant hanger. I'm not going to buy a vintage set of dishes, especially when hubby can uh, pretty much fulfill all our household needs through his discount at Grace Brothers. But as they say, it's uh, it's an opportunity to spend time together. <laughs> so what else here? Well, before the week was out, about three months ago, I'd finally had enough at the candy shop. That is, I'd felt that I'd been provided with substandard equipment to do my job. Yes, the computer that sits at my desk was going on about five years old. Now, many of the companies that I've worked for in the past have been involved in the technology industry. And uh, they tended to, in those days, lease their computers. I don't know if this is the practice at your workplace. But it used to be the idea that if your company leased their machines that just like having a company car, the perk was that it would get uh, replaced or upgraded every so often, more often than uh, if you owned it. And uh, well, uh, no surprise, the candy shop does not lease their computers. No. So it's been five years and uh, I've been working with a dinosaur and lo and behold, Microsoft releases a press statement basically stating that Windows 7 is so old now that we're going to end the support for it. So if your machine can't run anything newer than Windows 7, the company is basically creating a security breach. And so the candy shop's hand was forced and we're getting new machines. <laughs> and I tell you, when they finally decided to drop by, and uh, knowing as much as I do about technology, I was, uh, well, detail-oriented enough to make sure that I wasn't just being given a hand-me-down, a reconditioned machine. I wanted new and uh, I was lucky enough to get it. But of course, when they dropped it off, I didn't have everything I needed on it, and nobody trusts you enough in companies these days to allow you to install your own software, because, you know, I could be hosting torrent files from their network. Please. Although I did work this one place where this guy snuck in at night to watch adult movies <laughs> with his girlfriend. 
maybe I should tell you that story sometime. Uh, but in short, that one was an interesting one because the guy's mother was a friend. And, uh, well, let's just say she was church going and it was more than an embarrassment to her. Anyways, so, got a new computer at work. Ollie is not eating on his own anymore. I've lost my morning walks. Sis wants me to eat junk food with her in the middle of nowhere. <sighs> but I am going to have fun tomorrow night because I am going to be talking about movie trivia with my fabulous co-host, the man of many voices and talents, Mr. Toppy Smelly. You heard a moment ago, Matinee Minutia, be there or be square, 9 p.m. Eastern, univazpods.net or matineeminutia.com. Click the tower for streaming audio, enter Discord for chat. How are you on 1940s romantic dramas? Are you familiar with the genre known as film noir? There is some music that's been playing in the background. It's a little bit of jazz, if you will. And it sort of sets the mood, because in those days it was all about the longing glances and the sharp dressing and the choice of words, because while innuendo was thick in the air, they didn't dare speak what their hearts desired. And this was the theme of all these movies in the 40s that were black and white. And this one that we'll be talking about, Notorious, was directed by Mr. Alfred Hitchcock, the legend himself, the master of suspense. And it stars Cary Grant and Ingrid Bergman, who spoke five different languages. Did you know that? Well, that is the end of my week. Hopefully yours has been a good one. And um, if you have been uh, riding along in Her Majesty's carriage here, you'll know that I'm about to embark upon my third season. I started this show in the last season of my first podcast. That was sort of a variety program called The Far Away Nearby. And so I'm basically in my fourth year of podcasting now. Some of the changes that I am anticipating in the future, season three, this will no longer be a weekly podcast. I used to do this twice a week. It's once a week now, but we'll be doing this only twice a month in the new season. And uh, stay tuned and uh, strap yourself in. Soon, summer will be here. Email me, djstarsage at gmail.com. Tweet me on Twitter at djstarsage. That's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. Joe's gone wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The Smellcast.
Yummy smelly. Be heard. Tastes like burning with Tim and James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast. With me, Paul the Shy Yeti.